early in my career, right out of the Marine Corps, there was this guy and I worked in a call center and it was always just negative. Nothing was going right. The world was evil and he was always just essentially pushing his work on everybody else because he didn't want to do it. No one wanted to talk to him because he was just grumpy all the time. And he had just a scorched earth mindset behind him. You might know those types of people in your work. Now, that guy had his reasons for being mad, but he did not have a reason to take it out on everybody around him. He didn't have a reason to take not take responsibility for whatever was going on. Because often what we see with negative people is a gap in responsibility. We see an irresponsibilityness that comes with whatever happened to them, they're trying to make the outside world pay for it, to take away the pain, whatever it may be. But we all have these negative people in our life. And how do we deal with them? It's a real complicated question. A few weeks ago in church, the priest was talking about how do we deal with negative people? And he was talking about one of the most difficult gospels in the Bible about do unto others as you do unto yourself, and that love thy enemy like thy friend. And these are some of the most challenging things for human beings because, well, one, we're all flawed, we all experience pain, and we're all not perfect. But yet there are still some people that to take the cake. He was actually telling a story that I'll repeat here about this person that came into his life, and she was just telling about all these people that are wrong and that she doesn't agree with and that are bad in her life. And he asked her who do you like in your life? And she's like, I don't like anybody. All the people in my life are horrible. And those types of people are really difficult to process. Or maybe there's another category where it just seems that drama rotates around them like pi equals 3.14. It's always there. And they just can't break that cycle. What do you do with people like that? The most common vice out there is you remove them. There's a lot of advice. You cut out the family. You cut out the people in your life that are not making you happier, that are not elevating you where you want to go. There's a famous quote by John Rohn, you are the average of the five closest people in your life. Thinking about that, we often think, well, we should just remove to make sure that our average is where we want it to be. And there's nothing wrong with that. That was mindsets that I have adopted for most of my life. But I can also tell you something that I've done over the years because I have got really picky about my average. Who do I have in my life? I only join communities to elevate the kind of men that I'm surrounded by. I will often forget that those other people exist. I will forget until I go to the grocery store to talk about an earlier episode this week or last week. I'll forget when I go to the park or even something as simple as Target. When someone loses their crap on their kids, I will forget, oh, those kind of dads still do exist or those types of people still exist. And it's often the disconnect that kind of makes me forget. And then I often think like, is that good or bad? These are questions that every human being I think struggles with. And especially once you start working on your average and making sure that you own it, there are some side effects to it. One, you become insular. You become insular from maybe what's going on really in reality. And there is a good portion that that may be true for me. Another side effect is when you surround yourself with the right kinds of people that are growing and doing different things, you can also see yourself as average. So if you're surrounded by people that are just like you, that think and are going to the same places, you might not no longer think that what you do, what you say and how you say it is special. This podcast exists because I realized that and 
Not that I'm special or anything that I do is somehow uniquely special, but what I do do is I do say things in a random amount of way that other people don't think and other people do get value. But because I had surrounded myself with people that were just like me, I would discredit what I had to say or the knowledge that I have as being normal, that these are things that everybody knows. And so almost a good portion of these episodes are based on me talking about things that I know are not normal. It's born out of an idea of putting things out in the universe to hit people in a way that I've never met, to introduce and invite challenge, like that episode that I talked about a few weeks ago, when you get those moments when you post something on the internet and someone jumps out at you to tell you, you are wrong. I have found those moments really good. But again, that brings up the challenge, going back to how do you deal with negative people? I think there's a couple things that you can do within this. One, do not tolerate it. You always have a choice of whether you stand there or whether you don't. If you want to walk away, that is always your choice. And don't think that you are obligated to stand there if someone's belittling you or tearing you down. Those are not choices that you have to live with. But there are things that you can do that maybe is more in the random context of your day. Making sure that every person you greet, you say, hey, how are you doing? You never know if you're the one person that that person had it asked to, and you don't know what they're going through. You also have no idea what it took for someone to put their pants on that day. And knowing that mindset, everybody deserves to be asked how they're doing. And oftentimes, the best way that I deal with negative people is just produce an enormous amount of kindness throughout all the interactions that I have every day to the point where there's enough goodwill going out that that is my duty and that's my obligation to help anybody and everybody that may be having a bad day. But don't discredit that if you have someone negative in your life, if you have that person that messes with your mindset, you always have a choice. You have a choice to stay or whether you have a choice to leave, whether that would be like my coworker from a long, long time ago, I had a choice. Now, eventually that choice, I did end up transferring to a different department. I left that guy behind and I didn't have to deal with him anymore. You always have a choice. They're not always instant, but you also then can also add protections. And I think something to add to maybe not being able to completely remove some type of mindset where someone is a negative person is realizing and noticing and creating a mental barrier because Acknowledging that this person's words has no meaning on my life. I am still a person of joy. I am still who I am. And they can't take that away. No matter how much they try to do that, they can't take that away. So creating that mental barrier, noticing, separating, creating a visible firewall essentially in your mind to hear what they're saying, but not truly hear to the point where you're trying to find meaning from it. And that's often where almost a lot of our psychology comes from is we're always trying to find meaning in the words around us. And then sometimes based on the life you've grown up with, you'll have attachment to those words because your worth was tied to that. And if someone says negative things to you, like early in my career, those things were easily attached to my self-worth and I would believe them that something about me is bad because that person is bad. And finally, I'll close with this mindset to kind of filter through and also allow you to get some forgiveness and give forgiveness and kindness to other people that may be hurting. Remember this, hurt people hurt people. And so most likely a negative person that's being negative to others, that is a reflection. I almost describe it. It's unscientifically proven, but I believe the amount of fire that someone is throwing at someone 
is directly proportional to the amount of pain they're feeling on the inside. Because what I've learned over the years, that person who's doing that, that thought is so rational. It is the most rational thought they've ever had in that moment. And it feels like the next step to solve whatever pain. It doesn't solve that pain. But what they're doing feels rational. Even though it is irrational on the outside, it feels rational to them. So that allows you to understand that this person, wow, if they just said that to me, I can only imagine the amount of pain that they're feeling on the inside. Guys, that is all I have for you today on dealing with negative people, and I'll be back again with you guys tomorrow.